everyone and welcome to my latest podcast. I usually record my podcasts uh, during the day but um, the theme of tonight's podcast is all about self-care and a lot of you have asked me to tell you about the journey that I've been on over the last few months or year or so. Um, So I thought I would do that in the evening because I'm always more reflective in the evening. I've just had a nice bath, done lots of thinking in the bath. And so I'm sort of here in my raw state, no makeup on, strip bare as such. (laughs) Not completely bare, but here it goes. So my journey, Um, I've already told you in a previous podcast about the journey that I've been on with my business and school, etc. Um, but a lot of you will probably know that I'm quite a spiritual person. Um, this is something that has happened a lot more over the last few years. Uh, my son was very ill when he was born and um, it was the most stressful time of mine and my husband's lives. And um, I've done quite a lot of soul searching since then. And even more so when I started my business. Um, but I'd say... In the last couple of years, I've really been faced with myself, you would say. Um, When I was looking into becoming a counsellor years ago, I was told that to become a counsellor, you actually have to look at yourself and have counselling yourself. So that really made sense with how I feel the journey I've gone on while I have worked with my clients because I work with women every single day and I have learned so much about them that sometimes when you're working with women or with clients, you are really faced with yourself and a lot of your own feelings that come up about things. And following on from a really busy couple of years, which was crazy with my business when it started, I was working every hour under the sun. I was working five days a week um usually three evenings a week and then a Saturday as well and I remember clearly one morning crying to my husband just saying I'm I can't do this anymore I'm so tired I'm so so exhausted and trying to you know run a business in its very early stages which I'm not sure if many of you know but when you start a business you you just don't make any money for those first couple of years you work your absolute socks off um which is why you should have such a passion if you do want to run your own business but you don't make any money um you barely keep afloat and you really have to work for it um and amongst all of that i was also a mum to a toddler who was um that was quite a difficult time as well So I was juggling lots and lots of balls, trying to keep friends happy, family happy, be a good mum, be a good wife, uh, be a good businesswoman. And eventually something has to give. And in the end, that was my health, which was one, I think it was Christmas a couple of years ago, um, Christmas 2015, I think it was, um, I got really ill and it was the biggest wake-up call for me so I'd had a really nasty cold that I just couldn't shift and as we do as women I just plowed on and plowed on and plowed on and thought 
I can do this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm strong. Um, and uh, I remember, I think it was Christmas Eve, I think I went for a blood test. And the day after Boxing Day, I had a phone call from the doctor saying, are you feeling all right? And I said, mm, no, not really. I've not had the best Christmas. I have managed to eat some Christmas dinner and make an appearance at the family things. But no, I felt pretty rough. And um, it came out basically that I had pneumonia and I was really, really poorly. So I was on steroids antibiotics and was forced to be on almost like house house arrest <laughs> for a couple of weeks so new year's eve was amazing as you can imagine that year um but it was actually really good because it it made me really evaluate things in my life and it made me think oh you know if i get ill like this well i've been racing around like a crazy thing trying to keep keep everything going keep everyone going and it's had an expense on my health. So it was a time that I had to literally sit at home doing nothing and just thinking, how can I make my life easier? How can I make my life um, less stressful? And um, the following year, which was 2016, was, it was quite tough, really. Um, a very big friendship of mine came to an abrupt and unexpected end uh, which was quite tough around the same time as being ill and I was also evaluating how the business was going I was thinking you know am I doing too much what is too much what is too little and it was a little bit of a bit of a shaky time and around that time um, my panic attack started happening again and I don't know if any of you have had a panic attack but it is honestly probably the most terrifying experience you can have um they can manifest themselves in different ways but mine would man the feeling would start in my hands and my hands would start to tingle and it would then sort of radiate over my body to the point where i was feeling like i was having a bit of an out-of-body experience i i was aware i was there but i didn't feel like i was actually in my body and i would physically shake I would shake I would sweat um and I really thought I was going to pass out that that was how mine manifested itself and this went on and on and I went back to the doctor um and she put me on some anti antidepressants which really helped and they didn't get rid of the panic attacks but they certainly they certainly made the effects much less, much better. And it made me feel like I was better able to cope. Um, so during that year, I was trying to get my health sorted. And every now and then I kept getting ill again. And then I think one of the biggest turning points with my journey to self-care was meeting a lady called Helen Moynihan, who um, she's a nutritionist based in Oxted. And I had an appointment with her and she's just so lovely. She's she's just such a lovely, kind person who is completely non-judgmental. 
I mean, I went to her and really laid myself bare about what I was eating. And I always thought I had quite a good diet. I always thought, well, you know, I'm not one of those people that sits at home and eats, um, you know, chocolate every night and ice cream every night. And I do eat healthy things. But actually, when she properly went through my, um, you know, a weekly meal plan for me as such, there were hardly any fruit or vegetables in there. I think there was maybe one tiny bit of fruit from my smoothie in the morning, but otherwise there was nothing. Um, there was a lot of cheese in there. <laughs> um, I've always been a cheese fiend, which I'm not anymore, which I'll get onto later. Um, and she was brilliant. She really put together an amazing program for me. Um, some great recipe ideas and also some supplements to really build up my immune system after I was so ill. So things that supported my adrenal glands, vitamins. Um, she even told me what time of day to take the vitamins. And it was so amazing, absolutely amazing. And I still follow her advice 18 months later. Um, I still reorder my probiotics that I take in the evening and my super strength vitamin C. And if I feel like I'm starting to get run down again, then I really take a look at my supplements and my diet and I really help myself and touch wood since I've been under the care of Helen or since my session with Helen because it really only took one or two sessions with her um I've had the odd cold but really nothing else so that's that's been a massive thing really taking care of my health and I still have the odd takeaway I still I still like my Prosecco and (laughs) you know who doesn't um, but I have been a lot more careful. Um, and my spiritual journey as such, I won't go into it too much because obviously it's it's a little bit like religion, I guess. It's a bit of a, it's quite a personal subject, isn't it? And I also don't want to give too much away. Um, but I would say I've really learnt how to get in touch with my feelings and how to get in touch with me and look after myself and for me that is really being around nature so for me I find peace when I'm in nature and if I feel like I'm getting stressed out I go and sit in my garden or I will go and take a walk around Tilgate Park and be around nature and that for me is it really recharges my batteries and spiritually as well I've discovered um, over the last year or so I've discovered some oracle cards um which well they're tarot cards really but these ones are called oracle cards and the ones I've got by a lady called Lucy Cavendish and they are impossible to buy now I tried to buy some from one of my friends and the only place I could find them was in Australia and there was like one box left (laughs) so if you try and look for them you might not find them but there's lots of other beautiful ones and they're not scary they're you know they're beautiful pictures on them and they're full of positivity and when I've ever been unsure of where to turn say for example I've had two sides of the coin and I've thought do I do I do this or do I do that and sometimes I felt like fear is holding me back you know my my head is ruling my heart as such I will just have a little flick through my cards have a bit of quiet time and I can honestly say that they have helped me so much you wouldn't believe they've really reassured me during times when I felt a little bit worried um they've actually given me the nudge 
to do some things that have turned out to be really positive for myself. So for example, when I went down the route of um, employing Sarah Lilly as a stylist, that was something that I really turned to the cards to ask for advice for. And there was so much positivity coming back from that. The same as when I got Zoe on board to help with my admin. So that's something, again, for me that I turn to that has really helped me. Um, and leading on from that is asking for help. I've really learned this year how to ask for help and that there's no shame in either um, professionally asking for help. So a few things I've done are, A, I've employed Zoe to do my admin for me and that has been an absolute godsend because she deals with all of the emails that come in i still do all of the work i do all of the online sessions all of the diary booking but zoe just really filters out my inbox and it's just it's so amazing i mean i was sitting up in my office every night until 11 p.m doing emails and feeling like i was never getting on top of it and i was exhausted but having Zoe here means that I can reply to a few during the day and in the evening I can watch Netflix, I can have a bath and I get that space from work and I get to actually shut the door on my office and put it to bed for a night. So asking for help with my admin was incredible. Um, asking for help from the GP, there's no shame if you're suffering from anxiety there is no shame in going to your GP. I've been a couple of times and they are so supportive. There's so many things that they can suggest for you. So asking for help is something I would really, really, um, I would really recommend. I also had some CBT this, this year, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, it's all about kind of changing your reactions to situations and things that happen. Um, and that was really helpful for me. It was really helpful to talk through with a stranger everything that's happened in the last five years. And the last five years has been crazy in my life. And when she wrote it all down, she said, hmm, and you're wondering why you're getting panic attacks. <laughs> she said, yeah, you've, uh, you've been through a lot. Um, and it was actually really nice to have someone sit there and say, you know, that was that's tough. That's really hard for you. Not someone there that's saying, oh, pull yourself together or it, you could always be worse. Life could always be worse. It was someone that was really acknowledging my feelings and asking for help in the form of CBT, again, is something I would recommend. Um, I did pay privately for that, but in my opinion, it's worth its weight in gold. So um, I think self-care is just whatever makes you happy and learning to read those warning signs whether it's when you feel like you're getting really stressed or your stress might come out via headaches or migraines my stress comes out via panic attacks and when I start feeling those feelings that's when I really claw back my me time I don't reply to every text message which I know drives my friends mad um, but I actually put myself first and that was something that the counsellor recommended to me. She said, you must put yourself above everyone. And that's very hard, especially when you're a mum. But if you think about it, if you don't look after yourself, everyone suffers anyway. So my self-care involves going to the gym. It involves having a bath with candles, a face mask, um, a magazine, an early night. 
uh, watching an hour of, I don't know, Judge Rinder instead of sitting there doing my emails. <laughs> because just because you have spare time and we don't get much spare time, do we, as women? But when you have that spare hour, there is that temptation just to think, oh, I should do this and I should do that. And oh, I need to put a wash on or I need to go and tidy that. I need to take that to the post office. But actually using that hour for yourself is going to do you more good because whether it's sitting there watching rubbish TV or having a cup of tea and replying to a few messages that you know you want to catch up with a friend, pick up the phone, whatever it is that you feel like it's going to recharge your batteries, then do it. It might be going to church, it might be going for a walk, going for a run. Um, really think about how you can fulfill yourself and be kind to yourself because that's something that I really advocate. Um, the more you can take care of yourself, and of course this relates back to my job where you take care of your style, you take care of your image, that is a form of self-care. Putting makeup on in the morning is self-care. Putting a necklace on in the morning is self-care. Washing your hair properly, giving it a nice blow dry, self-care. Painting your nails, self-care. They don't, it doesn't have to be going to a spa for the day. It doesn't have to be going and having a massage or something elaborate like a weekend to Dubai with your friends. It could be something really, really small that actually ends up saving you. So there you are. There's a few of my tips that have really helped me over the last year. And with that, because it's the evening, I'm going to go and get into my pajamas watch a bit of Netflix and head to bed. So I will hopefully see you or hear you or have you listened to me, I'm not sure what the correct wording is, but have you back on my podcast again. Have a lovely day and thank you for listening. Night. <laughs>